0: Breakfast with Papa. Feed your mind, change your perspective. When morning comes. In a world of constant change and innovation that occurs geometrically if we're not thinking of creating a vision or solution that solves problems that are possible hundred years from now, we are retrogressing. We need to be inspiring and modeling future leaders who will be battling problems we could not possibly imagine with our current way of thinking. And if we want to get ahead of it, not only must we become generational thinkers, and leaders. We need to be creating and inspiring generational leaders consistently so generational leaders or leadership becomes the de facto standard for leadership. Imagine if the definition of leadership, the very definition at a basic level, was generational leadership. Where would the world, what problems would we be solving? What future would we be building for those who come after us? Where there's no progress, there's no growth. And if there's no growth, there's no life. Environments void of change are eventually void of life. This is by Andy Stanley. Sometimes we exist long enough to lead the next generation, other times only to plant a seed and let its resonations of our time here on Earth ripple into new waves. That's by the author A.J. Dacolb. The greatest act of leadership is mentoring. No matter how much you may learn, achieve, accumulate, to accomplish, if it all dies with you, then you are a generational failure. These are the words of Dr. Miles Monroe. So how do you become a generational leader? How do you make the impact that needs to be made? How do you ensure that your leadership, your vision, your work inspires connects, molds, future generations, your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren. How do you ensure that you solve the problem? That they be fake. How do you create the world or leave the world a better place for them to come? I say unto you, we tend to be so selfish that we try to solve problems that only affect us. And yet we claim we love our children and our children's children and our children's children's children. But how can we truly love them if we're leaving the world worse off than we met it? If we're leaving them in a state of destitution, if we are not even fathoming the type of problems that we're leaving for them and trying to connect to create solutions. Help guide them so they can face problems that we cannot even imagine. Generally, generational leadership is not a choice or a luxury. Generational leadership is a need if we truly care about this world we live in. So step one, understand and appreciate generational difference. Think about where the world is going, understand the trends, understand cultures understand cultural differences. And when I say cultural differences, I don't just mean culture based on geographic location. I'm talking about culture based on generation, times, look at the way things are changing, look at how technology is affecting our lifestyle and the way we connect and some of the things that we're losing, some of the things that we're gaining and use that to understand what the world would be like a hundred years from now, 200 years from now, 300 years from now. Understand the dynamics and understand the possible challenges that would come. Step two, focus on similarities and bring generations together. There are certain underlying themes that have existed since the beginning of time. Let's ride on those to connect and be consistent and grow and improve and standardize those across all time. Step three, let the diversity in your network be generational diversity because as I said now, if the advices on your team do not include advices from the multiple generations in existence and possible generation that is coming next, you are limited in your leadership, your vision, and the way that you implement solutions that will affect Any of these generations, if you want a harmonious world, we need to stop thinking and acting in a box. We need diversity in thinking and connecting and engaging. And we need to understand the wisdom of the folly that we see or we perceive as folly. Because until we learn to see them as wisdom and understand the wisdom of a child, how can we truly create a world that will be better for them? Think about it. Four, become a generational thinker. As a self-leader, train yourself, govern yourself, manage yourself, considering the fluidity of time. Two, in the dimension of influence, think about the future when you think about your influence. Is the influence that you're building or the influence that you have going to cut across time and affect those who have not yet been born? Is your influence strong enough to affect your children your children's children? Or are you going to be seen as just a archaic thinker whose time has passed and which is no longer relevant to the world in which they live? Let us listen, let us learn, let us connect, let us understand. Service. Think about how to serve those who are not even born. Dynamism. Consider leadership styles that have not even yet been discovered and what styles will be required of future generations. Vision. Ask yourself, how many generations will be able to build on my current vision and foundation? Fellow listeners, if your vision is not considering your grandchildren's future, your investment in leadership is shallow. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Let me say that again. If your vision is not considering your grandchildren's future, your investment in leadership is shallow. Your vision and values must stand the test of time long after you're gone. Otherwise, what you're doing will not help anybody. Make intentional decisions knowing that you may not reap from them. Be comfortable being like Moses who went on the mountain and saw the promised land but never tasted of its goodness be comfortable like martin luther king who said i have seen the dream i have a dream i have seen the vision i have seen the promised land but did not taste of the freedom that blacks today enjoy as what he had worked hard for got killed for came into reality long after he was dead. I have a dream that one day people will be judged not based on the color of their skin but on the content of their character. And this has become a reality that he doesn't see. Now you need to dream further, bigger than they did and be comfortable with the fact that you will not reap the fruits and rewards of your vision. We need to move away from the selfishness of wanting to see the returns of what we put in and start putting in for those who have not come to enjoy, because trust me when I tell you that what you enjoy today, which you take for granted, was built by others. Today we stay a stable economy only because others bled so we may enjoy. So learn to be comfortable with putting together a vision to achieve a promised land which you may never see and be okay with it and be glad that at least you got to be a part of creating that world. You need to ensure multiplication, And ask yourself, how can you leave legacies that multiply the next generation? How do you ensure that generational leadership becomes the definition of leadership? Everything you think about, connect with, say, courage should be working towards the standard. It requires selfless courage to know our own mortality, to invest into others, to dream beyond the current reality, and to work for a harvest we may never see. This is by Josie Chaco, founder and president of the MPART And this was in his article, The Five Principles to Become a Generational Leader. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been talking about the seven dimensions of leadership. But if after all we pick up from dimension one, which is the ability to lead yourself, we cannot lead others if we do not lead ourselves. If we learn to serve, serve greatly, serve greater than we've ever done and continue to serve humanity. If we build influence in the influence dimension because of the service we've given, the value that we give, the dimensions, the demand that we've created, and now we learn to be dynamic in the way we lead, cutting across the different styles of leadership and engaging with different types of people and growing greater in our leadership, connecting more, leading more, leading bigger, serving greater. And our eyes are open so that we cut into the dimension of vision and we can see things that others can't see. We can see further than we ever thought of seeing. And we are lucky enough to multiply and build other leaders who also contend to see the way we've done. But we could not start thinking about generations that are yet to come, our children our children's children, our children's children's children cannot start to fathom the problems that they'll be facing. If we cannot see compounded the issues that we have, then what are we doing? For my second year in Toastmasters, when I was building myself, when I was working towards becoming a distinguished Toastmaster, I was already thinking about the community. See, I did my first 40 projects going from club to club in Korea, learning as much as I could, listening to mentors like Robert Kinzel, Jacob Michaels, Andrew Newton, Timothy Pellier, Benjamin Alexander Graham, and, and a number of other beautiful, Sangil, and a number of other beautiful mentors that guided me and supported me and pushed me and made me a better version of myself, Pil Su and all those great people in Korea. I was asking myself, what can I bring back when I get back home? From the moment I walked into an Accra Toastmasters club and watched The Great Gelati and listened to the president, Moses Kofi, and connected with the likes of um, Yaw Hansen Kwao and all these other people who have then Toastmasters in, in this one club in Accra, Accra Toastmasters, I was asking myself, What can I do for the next generation? From the time I became the president of the club and submitted myself to becoming a better leader, to learning, to growing, to to impacting, to putting in my trade, to the time when I unfortunately lost my mother and still went for a meeting a day or two after where people thought I was crazy, but where I thought I need to be there because the meeting is just as important as anything else. To the point where we sponsored the first club, thanks to Priscilla Didu who connected with me, who had seen me start giving value in the acquired Toastmasters and said, hey, help me to set up a club at the U.S. Embassy. To later, sponsoring over 18 clubs in Ghana, to becoming a force, to becoming the area director, and eventually to becoming the division director, building and spanning clubs up to about 30 clubs in Ghana, I was still asking myself, how do I become a generational leader? To the point where I connected with... My beautiful friend Nakai, and connected with um, people like Diana, Caliobio, requesting that their kids come together, and that we start the next Gavel Club, so that their kids could be the next leaders that we can we can we can start thinking about, so they can carry on and become better Toastmasters that we ever dreamed of becoming. From the first meeting and so forth and so on to the point when and I said, "What well, Boatin's children came aboard, and, and Papa Boatin became an amazing Gavalier. These kids are now meeting, they're doing amazing things, they're connecting, they are Toastmastering, they are becoming better communicators and leaders. I was asking myself, how do I become a better generational leader? To the point where I decided I want to pour of myself into this podcast and hope that this podcast will stand the test of time. I'm asking, is this message going to be relevant to my children and my children's children and my children's children's children? How can I become a better generational leader? Ladies and gentlemen, I do not pretend that I know. I do not pretend that I've even scratched the surface but I know it's important that I continue to develop myself as a leader by managing and leading myself. I know that it's important that I continue to serve greater, serve more than I've ever served before. I pray that I garner the influence that I need to make the changes and the impact that I wish to see in every community I find myself, in every community I share this piece. I will continue to learn, read, grow, understand the different dynamics of the different people that I may interface with, and learn the different styles that it requires to become a dynamic leader. I have a clear vision of the world I want to see for Ghana, for Africa, for the world. And... I hope that one day we can all together couch the Ghanaian dream, the African dream, which will give us a clear vision of where we want to be, to make the quality of life of every Ghanaian, every African, better than it is today, where everybody's collective genius is brought to the table to move us where we need to go to. I pray that I have the strength to build leaders who become better leaders than I've ever dreamt of being, and who forge the future of tomorrow. And I pray that somebody listening to this podcast today will be motivated, to reach out, connect, learn from me, learn from my failures, my successes, and do much better than I ever dreamed of. And I pray to the Almighty Father that I may have the privilege of seeing that promised land, of envisioning what life would be like 100 years, 200 years, 300 years from now, and to understand who I can connect with and how I can connect to make that happen. Even though I'm clearly aware And I've clearly accepted that I will not be there to enjoy the fruits of that vision. So help me, God. These are the seven dimensions of leadership I've poured out of my heart for my 10 years as a Toastmaster and everyone else around me. I hope that it will inspire somebody who's listening to this. I hope that it will inspire you to become a leader by making that choice, by managing yourself, by leading yourself. I hope that it helps you to learn to serve greater. I hope that it learns to help you to influence and understand that you don't need a title to influence change. I hope that it helps you to start to learn the different dynamics and different styles of leadership, preaching dimensional domain or dimension, the dynamic dimensional domain. I hope that you also learn and gain the gift of foresight to see things that people could only fathom and that most can only think and that you also grow leaders around you and start thinking generational and start thinking about promoting and solving the problems of tomorrow. God bless you. This is the last episode for the season. The Expresso Edition, 100 Lessons, and this is Day 100. Thank you for being a part of this journey. Thank you for going all the way with us. Thank you for taking time off your busy schedule to listen to the rantings of a student of leadership. And I hope that we can connect in the future. Stay empowered, stay blessed. This has been part of the BWP series, Breakfast with Papa series. And it's been an intentional journey. Come this far with the support of Seven Moments, which I've been handling my podcasting and the editing. So if you like the work that you've done, please reach out to them. They can help you in your podcast journey as well. I want to say a big thank you to Toastmasters for the support, for the leadership, for the things I've learned from this program. I'll encourage you to join the program there's so much you can learn from it I mean this is the show we to make personal development a lifestyle I want to say thank you to my Brutarians and the Rotary program which I am currently I want to say thank you to partners and friends who have been with me on this leadership journey Moses Kofi the crowd and a number of other people I want to say thank you to the ladies of Mehima who've been listening to my podcast religiously and who continue to live exemplary lives and, and change lives around them I want to say thank you to Renee Nunu, who's been consistently forwarding my podcast messages and to the crowd of uh, CS Relentless who've been listening consistently and thank you to my family my sister and everybody else who's encouraged me along the way and I really pray that this will inspire and touch somebody's life I, I also have a few music albums which I try to use to inspire and share the word you may want to um, take a look at them you can go on Apple Music or any of those uh, Spotify on any of the usual music trends and just look for Papa You'll find the about 40 songs out there. Thank you. Stay empowered. Bye. Breakfast with Papa. Feed your mind, change your perspective.